I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Sit, boo-boo, sit, boo-boo, sit. Girl, I don't Some bad hat hair. It's a cool show. Not a doctor. Bye, have a beautiful from your life. Hello and welcome to Hunting Seasons, the podcast that dares to binge watch, deep dive and break down a season of television each and every episode. I'm Broderick Gordis. I'm Damask Leary. And today we'll be discussing not what we intended to discuss. Classic ass. Uh, yes. Uh, so, due to some... Unforeseen circumstances. We mm-hmm. have not able to uh, record The Soprano Season 2 today, which was the intention. Yes. Um, simply did not have the time to get around to it. What's 10 to 12 hours of TV? and Just, it just a casual 13 hours. Wasn't capable. Yeah, just could not do it this week, unfortunately. Um, we intended to. It just... Things happened. So instead, we've decided to make a little bonus episode, review episode, about the much-requested... El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. And to do that, we have on the podcast returning my brother, Liam Gordis. How are you doing, Liam? Uh, Fantastic. Oh, well, okay, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming back. Um, You're welcome. You, we pulled you in at the last minute. At one stage, we weren't even sure Damascus was going to be able to be on, on the show at all. So mm-hmm. it, we got the three of us here. And you were on the final episode of Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad exactly. so. when we recorded Breaking Bad Season 5 Part 2. Way, 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 way back in the day. Mm-hmm. I tried listening to a little bit of that on the way here. Couldn't just do to, it. I thought about it. Whew, then, yeah. I mean, I'd like to have gone all the way through to remember sort of what our feelings were about how the show ended. Mm. Didn't get anywhere near that. It was also just weird to hear us like back when we were podcast babies. Oh, uh, did we have like cute baby voices? Not cute baby voices. Oh. Just Stuttering, didn't have a fucking idea what we were doing. <laughs> how have you been, Liam? What have you been up to? Oh, I've been, I've been fantastic. Just, you know, living my best life. Um... <laughs> Yeah, just real busy uh, with my own podcast, which is great. Also, well done. Thank you. Straight into Only the reason promotion. <laughs> Only reason I'm here. I'm building an office with my own two hands right now. Oh, wow. What so a man. Impressive. What a mighty fine man. What a man. What a man. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Um, <laughs> been watching. I'm trying to do a movie a week at the moment with our friend Jamie. So every week we're going to go see a, a, a movie at the cinemas. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's fun. So, so far I've seen two. I didn't out realize of the that was your intention. That here. Yeah. It was like I saw you. Love you, Jamie, by the way. I saw you, you went to go see The Gentleman with Jamie. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't remember them hanging out this much generally. Like, oh. they're good friends, but it's like, oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. Well, I was also, to go also a very good excuse to catch up with Jamie, more, to be cool. honest. Um, so, yeah, I saw The Gentleman. Actually yeah. really enjoyed that. Didn't know anything going into it. It's Guy Ritchie. It was, yeah, surprisingly good. Oh. I, I enjoyed it. It was a fun, fun ride. Was the last thing he did that King Arthur thing? Was there something else um, in between? The last thing he did, I think, Aladdin. was Aladdin. <laughs> Did he do that? Yeah. Love and love action. It's quite obvious <laughs> when you see it. Um, and then That's last funny. night, I went and saw 1917. Yes. And mm. that movie. Mm. Oh, oh. Is that a good? If that doesn't ooh, win all the Oscars, a... um, really? I'll eat my hat. I, I think eat... you're going to have to eat your hat then. Because uh-huh, it's brilliant. 
we have our annual Oscars party coming up next month, which I'm looking forward to. There, the, the list is interesting because I genuinely want to see every movie that's on that list mm. this year, which is good. Um, there's a few notable exceptions, films that co- could have been on there, and definitely some snubs along the way. We're not going to talk about that. This is not an off-topic hot topic. Um, but but I, I did before, wa- before I we move on, I want to bring two things up. Sure. Because yes. I've been listening to Hunting Seasons recently. Oh, oh no. Here we go. Um, Damask, I'm proud yeah. of us. We finally got abroad to watch reality TV. Yes, I'm very proud of I this. If only, we, if only we can get him to watch The Office. We uh, <laughs> we watched We're the finale there. of The Circle the oh, other day. Yes, so good. <laughs> I need to watch that, so no spoilers. Thank okay. you. Um, and secondly, uh, Broad, when you say the name Taika Waititi, it literally sounds like you're saying his name as if he's a droid from Star Wars. <laughs> Taika YTT. YT. It's just like, <laughs> that's a bit annoying me. And the last three episodes that I've listened to, you've talked, talked about, about Taika, Taika Waititi. Waititi. Taika Waititi. Taika oh. YTT. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> that's been struggling. I think I wanted, I wanted everyone else to understand that. You just need to get that. that out there. I can't be the only person no, who realizes this. This is why you don't bring your little brother onto your podcast. This is what he does. Correct. Uh, I did want to ask, though, you have been <laughs> listening to our end-of-year wrap-up episode. I'm halfway through it. Okay. Did you have any particular standouts, any highlights, lowlights, anything like that from 2019? Television? Television-wise, mm-hmm. particularly. I mean, Fleabag Season 2 is 2019, right? That's mm-hmm. got to be... I don't. I haven't got to, like, the end... I don't know if you guys talked about that or not. Yeah, um, yep, we definitely did. Uh, That's fine, though. That's just wanted to get your opinion on this stuff. Yeah, like... Oh, I wasn't Low lights. this. Low lights, Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. I mean... This is universal stuff. It is what it is, right? Uh, (laughs) Mm, It was really hard the other day. I was uh, in hospital with my grandma. That was hard enough. But then my auntie was talking about how good all of Game of Thrones was. And I just Uh had to sit on. I was like, I'm feeling enough today. Real auntie. Auntie Wendy. Auntie, you can bring this up. Um, (laughs) It sounds a lot to me at work as well when people start talking about Star Wars and how much Mm. they like episode nine. I'm just just like, I'm not going to ruin it for you. I'm just going to shut my mouth. (sighs) Yeah. And yeah. I've literally... It's every second day I have a rant about Star Wars and <laughs> I'm I'm exhausted. Yeah, that was the word it. I used when I talked about it. But last. then I feel exhausted and then someone says something and then I go on another hour rant about <laughs> it. And I'm like, it's I'm sorry, but I just need yeah. to bring up one more thing. This this thing. What about the knife? But like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, ruined me. So that's another low light. Um, <laughs> surprising, I uh, the boys. I really enjoyed oh, the boys. Yeah. I, I we forgot got, about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah Did you I, watch the boys in the end? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Uh, so I'm excited. No, to I see literally this forgot about season. it. It was it was an interesting. Um, yeah, it, I didn't expect it to be as enjoyed as much as I enjoyed it, but I did. Um, and I'm excited for the new season, which they've finished filming now. So they mm. have. There was a trailer out for it not that long ago. I don't think. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yes. Anyway, or at least like a little teaser, a snippet about like what's coming up on Amazon. Fair. You can tell. This is going to be a little fast and loose, this episode. Uh, we've done this at the last minute. It's all happened. I don't have very many notes, for instance. Things are a little bit higgledy-piggledy. So get used to that, listeners, for this episode. It's going to be a little bit nuts. But we should get to our review of El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Let me clue you in. Movie. In review. So, just a heads up, again, doing this last minute, this is directly coming off the El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie Wikipedia page. We're about Love to read. It. All right. Oh. No time to prepare. Look, I did last night look through the uh, the Easter egg things on the IMDP page. Mm-hmm. Did you? So oh, just, cool. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So, listeners, just understand, it was either this or no podcast this week. <laughs> I hope you're happy. El Camino. I that you're lowering this standard I'm not, so I'm not much. happy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I am one of your listeners. I'm not happy. <laughs> El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, is a 2019 American neo-Western crime thriller film. 
<laughs> that serves as an epilogue to the television series Breaking Bad. Series creator Vince Gilligan wrote, directed, and produced the film, while Aaron Paul reprised his role as Jesse Pinkman. The plot follows what happens to Pinkman following the events of the series finale. Several actors uh, reprise their original roles from the series, but we won't say who because that's spoilers. El Camino was also the final film to feature Robert Forster, who died the day of its release. Uh, A Breaking Bad feature film was rumoured ever since the series finale in September 2013. Gilligan approached Paul with the idea in 2017, near the 10th anniversary of Breaking Bad, and filming began in secret in New Mexico and Arizona in November 2018, lasting nearly 50 days. The project remained unconfirmed until August of 2019, when Netflix released a trailer. El Camino was released digitally on Netflix and had a limited theatrical run on October 11th, 2019. So before we get into our review of El Camino, I think we should just sort of go over our feelings on Breaking Bad in general. As the guest, Liam, you can go first. How are you? How do you feel about Breaking Bad, the series? How do you feel about how it ended without getting into spoilers yet? Um, I was going to go back and listen to our episode about this, yeah. just so I could remember what my feelings were. Mm. But um, three years. Can remind the listeners we didn't have time? Yeah. Three years <laughs> later, um, after that review, thinking back on Breaking Bad, yeah, I really enjoyed it, but I don't think I, were, I was very happy with the ending and the mm-hmm. way it ended. I'm, mm-hmm. I remember that distinctively. Um, and I'm, I, I guess we'll talk about my feelings about it now that this is really the, the ending of the show. Sure. Um, after you know, we'll get to that. But yeah, like I, I, I love Breaking Bad. I really enjoyed the first. I really enjoyed the whole show as a whole. Um, but yeah, I did. I was left wanting more, or I don't know something, just something more than what the way mm-hmm. it actually ended. Mm. So I'm glad that they did something. And the little bit I heard, the way you summarized it was, you loved like the last seven episodes. Yeah, and then the the very last episode, also mm. the seven last episodes leading up to the finale, and the finale really let you down. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It Demas. felt disconnected to the rest of the series, I think. Sure. Um, for me. Damask. Mm. Well, I think our listeners know how good my memory is, so this is <laughs> going to be an interesting bullshit session. Um, I think I liked Breaking Bad, but it's also not my kind of show. Sure. Like, I found it so stressful. Um, I hated the character of Walt so, so much that it kind of became intolerable. I didn't love... Um, how with every season they would increase kind of they would like trap our protagonists increase the tension increase the tension increase the tension and then of course our guys get away like that sure. repetitive nature i think i found a bit tedious a bit annoying um yeah it was obviously like a beautifully made show and there were lots of elements that were really cool and i that i liked but looking back on it and the further i get away from breaking bad the more i don't want to go back and watch it again. Well, we've mm. talked about the possibility of watching Better Call Saul and stuff like that, mm. and you've been pretty not interested in doing yeah. that, really. Well, I hear that Better Call Saul is probably better than Breaking Bad. Mm. I've heard that too. And but... you don't have Walt in it, which is a real <coughs> positive. Yeah, you've got an actual character with that's going to have development from one so- from one end to the other, like yeah. for like for but... who he is, like what Saul is. You certainly know where. It's interesting to have a series like that, a prequel series, where you have a fairly you have you know exactly where they're going to end up mm-hmm. as well, mm. um, and. It sounds like that show is like watching like a car crash happen in slow motion. You know mm. where it's going to end up, but you just can't stop that it. That sounds like happening. my nightmare. I mm. want to watch it even less now. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for that. And like Breaking Bad, yeah, I am I think I agree with Liam more. I think overall I really enjoyed it. There were seasons, certainly the first season, it was a struggle to get into to begin with. I think mm. we all yeah. restarted watching this show multiple times. 
Um, and then there was some stuff in the middle that we didn't love. Overall, I thought the ending was pretty good. Uh, the very, very ending, maybe not so much. Um, I'm fascinated, and we'll have to wait till spoilers talk about this, what we thought about how Jesse's ending mm. was treated. I think that was a criticism that we all had was that uh, Mainly, towards the end, Jesse was left behind. Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. that was really disappointing. Mainly that was last how he season. Was yeah. Like, sort of, yeah, he was utilized. kind of taken out of the story. Mm. Yeah. It became um, without that, spoilers. Yeah, it was always about the two of them. Yes. Yes, yeah. it started ab- about Walt. And then he pulled Jesse in, but then the mm. whole show I feel was more of a Jesse story than, yeah, a, than a than a Walt story in some ways. You way. could argue that Jesse was that, yeah. Jesse was, was the, the protagonist, or the or at least the character that I cared the most Absolutely, about that yeah. was still mm. in the story. I mean, then by the end of the the show, yeah, that then didn't feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. So ten ish years later, we mm-hmm. come back to this a. Epilogue movie continuation. So it's been ten years. Oh, uh, it's since around the tenth anniversary. Oh, the right, original, okay. well, It's like ten years since it aired originally, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the first season, not the ending. Sorry. Okay. We're coming back to the show. It's been ten years since it first aired, mm-hmm. um, and they they released this epilogue, this continuation as a movie. So there are questions about like, did we ask for this? Do we need this? We'll get to that in spoilers. What I want to know is just your general thoughts or feelings. We only watched this last night. Mm-hmm. Liam and I, when did you watch it? Um, I nice. had to break it up over a couple, like two days. Yeah. Because it was, I'm easily stressed people. So I just had to have breaks. <laughs> sure. Between. Yeah. Um, so yeah, over two days. But I finished it this morning. I watched the last 15 minutes this morning. Cool. So what are your general feelings on this without going to spoilers, Liam? Without going to spoilers, I think it was, I think it was needed. I think it was a good wrap up for, yeah, without spoiling anything, mm. Jesse's character. I, yeah, I know. I, I think it just it just sort of ended. Oh, yeah. I don't want to spo- say it really. Did you think it made the ending more satisfying? Did it? I think it made a more satisfying ending. I don't think it made the ending more satisfying. Does that sure, make sense? Sure, sure. Yep. So you like this is almost this a replacement is your preferred episode. Yes, ending. I prefer yep. this ending. Yeah, interesting. Fair enough. What about you, Damas? Uh, yeah, I don't think this movie. Um, either adds or detracts from the show as a whole. I mm-hmm. think if you thought the ending of Breaking Bad, the show was perfect, you can leave it there. If you wanted something more, um, then you've got this awesome, really well-made ending that t- feels like the show if you wanted yeah, that little bit more about a character that felt um, abandoned. So, yeah, I think either way you can choose to be happy with the ending. I think I would prefer this ending. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more my vibe, but... Yeah, you don't need it, but I liked it. So, in that sense, as you say you prefer this ending, Mm. it exists now. It is, you know, Mm. ostensibly canon. It's interesting Mm -hmm. it came out on Netflix and not AMC or something like that. Mm. Um, But it exists now. So, now that it is there, Mm. do you feel differently about Breaking Bad at all? Like, No, and I think we've spoken about this a lot is that something... That yeah. comes later. Comes later. doesn't have to detract or add. Absolutely. If you don't want it to. We're all adults and we make those choices. I think, does it make it better? No, because I think the issues that I had with Breaking Bad um, had nothing to do with the ending, really. It was mm-hmm. about how I felt during the journey of the show, the journey of those characters um, that yeah, I didn't particularly enjoy. So it's it's a nice ending and I like the ending. I prefer the ending. But, yeah, it doesn't make the problems I had with the show go away. Yeah, sure. 
it's interesting. I think this conversation is going to bring out a lot of how I feel about it in general. My in general, my pos- my thoughts are positive. Like I enjoyed the movie for what it was. Mm. Um, I enjoyed the focus on Jesse because I always liked Jesse. I always liked Aaron Paul's performance as Jesse. It's funny. Um, there are some flashbacks in this, so you get to see different versions of Jesse at different times. Mm. And it's fun to see how that character sort of changed and evolved over time in sort of a more microcosm version of that rather than having to watch the entire series again and Aaron Paul's performance, how Jesse has changed over time as well. Um, it is interesting sort of regarding why this film existed mm-hmm. in terms of is it something that Vince Gilligan just wanted to do but never got time for? Is this more of a reaction or a regret? Or mm. is it doing it for the fans? Or is it a more cynical, you know, we can make some money off Breaking Bad still if I make this movie sort of situation? Netflix has offered me this much money to make a, a Breaking Bad continuation. I do have this idea. There is this unexplored part of the story I could do. It's just always interesting to... Re- to consider those things because in some ways it does kind of feel like fan service. I'm not sure we needed this movie, no, I guess, but I also so, don't think there's anything offensively bad about it. I don't think that that's the money thing existing. is the way that it that it went. I don't think it had anything to do with that. Originally, it was supposed I'm to be sure. a 15 to 20 minute short film. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that then got obviously extended into this thing. So it's like, I think he had the idea of making it already. Sure. Um, but whether or not, you know, sure, the money probably helped make I, it a two-hour yeah. thing, right? But like, I don't think it was a Because mm. at the time that it was made, grab. like, Better Call Saul was happening. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, Vince Gilligan obviously loves the world a lot. And so having the opportunity to make, like, supplementary material is probably really fun and exciting. It wouldn't have been made if Better Call Saul was, wasn't as good or as critically acclaimed as it is. I'm not sure that's true. I think it easily could have been made if Better Call Saul didn't exist. In fact, it may have been more likely to exist if Better Call Saul didn't exist. Um, because there wasn't this other way into the world. Netflix is not making Better Call Saul. AMC is making Better Call Saul. So Netflix making the El Camino movie suggests that this was something completely separate and aside from that. Otherwise, AMC would have made it. It would have made sense that AMC would have asked for this to be made. But it was Netflix that did. But you, they would have been like, oh, well, clearly there is still an audience yeah. looking at the stats Again, from Better Call time-wise, Saul. Again, time-wise, though, 10 years after Breaking Bad, when there's this like feeling of... This is when you start to get your variety articles and stuff about mm. like, oh, 10 years. We're the like Breaking influence Bad. it had. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. There's always talk there. And Breaking Bad still gets talked about today as being one of those seminal TV the shows. Great show of all I time. still think this could have absolutely existed equally as likely, if not more likely, without Better Call Saul existing as well. It's not really the review of the, sh- the movie, though. I think in general, it's a really well-made movie. I was surprised by how much fun I had in it. I remembered how fun Breaking Bad can be at times as mm. well. Yep. Um, how well-written it is. Um, the characters, that sort of that criminal underworld that exists around the Breaking Bad universe is a lot of fun. And it felt surprisingly authentic. At first, my feelings were, oh, the way this is shot doesn't feel like Breaking Bad because it feels a little bit slicker. It feels like there's more money involved. It just feels like it's a film that's made 10 years later Mm. after the series um, sort of first aired. Um, But then as it went on, I was like, oh, this is almost just like a long episode. Yeah, You could have slotted in there somewhere. Especially the flashback stuff. Like all the flashback things felt like they could have been taken from episodes of Breaking Bad to me. Yeah. Like the stuff, the way that they were shot, especially. Sure. Um, well, I think like this is certainly more of a double episode than it is a film. Like, yeah, oh, if it's it doesn't stand on its own two feet, absolutely at not all. Nope. I was watching it. Angela was doing stuff behind mm-hmm. me in like the kitchen while I was watching, it, and she's like, "I have no idea what any of this is." I'm like, yep. "Yeah, no, you 
You can't. None <laughs> of this yeah. has meaning unless you're... Yeah. It, there are several moments you go, oh, it's that guy. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I remember that. Oh, I'd forgotten that thing. Mm. And it is... Um, yeah, it's really... It kind of is fan service in a way. And I don't mean that in a negative sense necessarily. If you're a fan of this, it's really well made, mm. but it is made specifically for you. As you said, it cannot stand on its no. own. Absolutely. It just cannot. Um, and that's an interesting place for this film to exist. But like I said, it also reminded me of the best parts of Breaking Bad in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I'm happy it exists. It, it, I enjoyed it. It probably adds more than it subtracts. Like you said, I think it's nice to return to Jesse in particular because it was the one obvious thing that was missing from the end of the series. Yeah, I'm glad I can look back and go, oh, yeah, I know what happened Yeah, there now. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it really subtracts. No, I don't think it subtracts at all. No. I don't think it subtracts, which is easily could have. Unless oh, like, that's something in its- you're one of those people who gets very like up in arms, like, oh, it was the perfect ending and now it's not the ending. Yeah, Unless you're sure. like tr- really trying to upset yourself. Well, there is, no. there is value in ambiguity sometimes. Mm. And you gotta, but that ambiguity can still exist. You can just choose to ignore things. You certainly can. Yeah. And even I would say still there's a certain amount of ambiguity left at the end of this film. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's not like everything is... We don't... Yeah. It, yeah. Not everything It's not the ending clear. of Harry Potter where it's like 20 years later and we see exactly where their life has gone. Totally, <laughs> totally. Um. But I would also say, and I'm looking forward to talking about this in spoilers, that it also goes on to maybe clarify, not clarify is not the right word, um, re-examine some characters a little bit to maybe try and um, put a, a period on the way that these characters should be interpreted. And mm-hmm. that is extremely vague. And yeah, probably- I'm probably need tiptoeing around some things. Here, so as you get into spoilers about that, but I didn't mind that either. It was like how once your show is made and released, you're not in control anymore of how people feel about it or interpret it. Mm. So when you get to make something 10 years later, you do get a tiny opportunity to go, let's just make sure we all understand this. Let's mm-hmm. just not forget this thing. I'm being extremely vague. You are. I don't know why you bring it up now. <laughs> Be- because I, I do think it gives the, the film value. So if you're a Breaking Bad fa- mm. fan, um, I think there's it is almost commenting on uh, the legacy of the show a little bit as well. And there's something valuable in there as well. I'm being too vague to talk about this any further, yeah. so we should get into <laughs> yeah, our I think spoiler. this is a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> into, into spoilers. Uh, but if you had to give this a score out of five stars, Liam, what would you give it? Four. Mm. Sitting around a four. Yeah, I'd give it a four. Yeah, yeah. solidly made. Yep. Um, happy it exists. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't gagging for this thing to exist. Didn't need to like, happen. I hadn't like I could like have watched said. this in October, but I hadn't. <laughs> yeah, that's actually fascinating. <laughs> is that you're you're the biggest Breaking Bad fan out of us by sure. far? Sure. And certainly there's a lot of build-up for it. And we've even had listeners asking us to watch this movie. Um, why didn't we watch it until now? I don't know. I honestly don't know the answer to that because I, I think I sat down to watch it once and then I don't think I was in the... I didn't th- feel like I was in the mood for it because mm. Breaking Bad has always been something that you need to be in the right sort of headspace. And yeah. you watch this over three days. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I almost forgot about it as well. Well... You were saying just before you thought this came out earlier in the year, you didn't realise it came out in October, October. Yeah. right? That's not that long ago in the grand scheme of things. 
it feels like it came and went as well. Yeah. It kind like, and it was one of those things that did have a big build up. There was rumors about it for a long time, and mm. then it's sort of just like, oh, here it is. It's going to be out in a couple of months, and boom, it's on Netflix. And I, I was surprised by how hard it was for me to find it on Netflix yesterday when I was looking for it. I, I was like, I'll see how long it takes me to scroll to find this. And it took a fair while. So mm. it's already sort of been buried on Netflix. And I, no one seems to be talking about it. This is the Breaking Bad sequel movie, essentially. So mm. why is this? Why mm. did this not seem to get a whole but lot of attention? I, I think because it doesn't feel like a sequel movie. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it just does feel like a couple of extra episodes. And yeah, I wasn't seeing a huge amount of conversation about it no. on Twitter or anything. Which I'm is sure generally where first, I get my film news. So. I'm sure at first there was a bit of like, let's not talk about this too much because spoilers and people mm. don't want to be spoiled. But then they just never seemed to go beyond that. Yeah. I'm surprised I wasn't spoiled. By I Twitter. think if this yeah, was a, a true film. Um, in the sense that it like could stand on its own two legs, and it was great. There would sure. have been more conversation about it, but that's not what it was. It was even even be Breaking Bad, yeah, like, no, it wasn't. It, that was not the intention. But I'm just saying, I think that there might have been more discussion if it would really kind mm. of um, taken a different turn. Yeah, true. That would have helped. It, it still surprised me though, because Breaking Bad is so highly regarded. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been lists of the best TV shows of. 2010s and Breaking Bad is, if not the top, in the top three of every one of those lists. Mm-hmm. It is beloved. Um, so, yeah, that just is interesting how it sort of came and went like that. Uh, speaking of coming and going, we should end this review so we can talk spoilers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Before we dive into spoilers, we'd like to remind everyone that if you enjoy what we do here, we would really appreciate you sharing the podcast with others who you think might also enjoy listening. We also appreciate your positive reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you prefer. But right now, let's talk spoilers. You're now entering the spoiler zone. Spoiler warning. From here on, we'll be discussing everything that happens in season one to five of Breaking Bad and El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Before listening any further, we recommend watching all of Breaking Bad up to this point. If you've not yet done so, proceed with caution. There are spoilers ahead. You You have have been warned. warned. Bitch. Deep dive. It's cool to know other people think about this stuff too. Um, Thank you, Liam, for mocking uh, the way I do the spoiler warning uh, by doing it in theme sometimes. Mm-hmm. I know you were very impressed with my Yoda the other day. Uh, I cringed. Wasn't it so upsetting? Literally <laughs> cringed. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you, you joined in, Damask. You know, you, we're a team. 
And yeah, you gotta, we do this together. Yeah. We back like, each other. I was cringing internally, but you can't. I can't let him see my face because, you know, he's got to believe in himself. <laughs> <laughs> Same when he did The Queen. That's so, you're the Jesse, your he's the Walter White. And exactly. your brother on your podcast together. Yeah. It's just a recipe for disaster, people. It is, it is. Uh, where should always we forget s- this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, where should we start? I have criticism. Oh, beautiful. My criticism... You're very cheap places, I guess. Go on. Um, my, my biggest criticism for El Camino is that, yes, it does rely heavily on Breaking Bad as a whole. Mm-hmm. It also doesn't rely on Breaking Bad for the, to work. So, for, inst- for example, what I mean by this is, yes, there's a whole lot of stuff happening that's all these characters and stuff from the show... But it's all very new things mm-hmm. to get him out of the situations that he's in. It didn't feel like to me it was things that we could have learned throughout the show or anything like that. Yeah. It's all, wait, here's how he finds that all gets all that money because of a flashback that happens or something that we never saw. And here's this kind of stuff. So that's my biggest criticism is like if you're going to make it a follow-up to that, even the stuff with the parents isn't really useful in terms of we did we ever know that there was those guns there did we ever know that there was like potential maybe money being there Mm. Mm. all that kind of stuff the only real thing that that makes the most sense is when they talk about um the vacuum salesman right and yeah his 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 input into it but then also the idea that he owes him that money but then he owes him that money then has Mm. to go get more money because he owed him that money already just it just didn't feel like it fit. It, it it gave me the fan service. You know what I mean? Like things that I could oh, have learned. I think what you're, what's interesting there though is that it's that's a weakness because Breaking Bad was generally airtight. Yeah, like it didn't leave many loose ends. The loose end was, well, what happens to Jesse now? Sure, right? They didn't leave you these things going. Oh, but what about that thing and that thing and all these things they could have done? Instead, mm. what they're doing is having to like. Fill out had to create new problems. Had to yeah. create new problems, yeah. and also, as you said, they did have to have like the the flashbacks with Todd, which now make me go, "Wow, wouldn't it have been great if we had these interactions with Todd happening exactly. in the show mm. when yeah. Jesse was in a fucking cage? Yeah, we could have had this stuff happening in the and series. Exactly Jesse right. Clemens is fucking amazing and should be in everything. Absolutely, I love him as Todd. Yeah. He's so good. Oh, what, yes. what what the uh, sort of low rent Matt Damon? Uh, he's fantastic. Mm. Um, first of all, he's like <laughs> you um, Matt Damon. I think night. he's the Matt Damon that can act. Like he's so the fucking good. Matt Damon good. that can act. Yeah, I mean Matt Damon. I think has been phoning it in since um, he won Google that hunting. Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> since the very, the very beginning. Yeah. beginning. Mm. The very, very I do like Jesse Clemens a lot though. Yeah, no, he's, he's great. Um, do, what do you think is is this going to be his most iconic role? Ultimately, is it going to be Jesse Clemens? Yeah, Todd. What else is he? No. What what's gonna be his most iconic role? Well, I think it's probably to come, but he was in Friday Night Lights and he was amazing in that. Um, he's done it's a bunch come, of okay. indie films. I think it's gonna be like a, a Philip C. Hoffman Froffman. What's his name? Philip C. Hoffman. Philip C. Hoffman. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> um, I think he's gonna be making great films throughout his career, so I don't think you need to worry about him. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I totally understand your criticism there. But yeah, it does feel like more of a like problem that happens when you add a story later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with no intention of making this in the first place. Um, I'm not saying I don't enjoy the the explanation mm. and the solutions, mm. but yeah, it just did feel very yeah. separated in that regard. As someone whole, yeah, you know. who has a terrible memory, mm-hmm. I was finding it hard figuring out what was new information and what was old information that I was meant to remember. So with the welding thing, yes. I was like, 
is that from the show and I meant to remember what a welding thing means? Do you means? mean and the, the first same- memory that he had? As in where he sort of sees the guy, has that like yeah, image of the welding. Yeah, yeah. And so he were- sees candy welding and I, there were sparks and I was like, am I meant to know what that is? Same thing with like the vacuum thing. I didn't realise until they started having the conversation. Sure. I'm like, oh yeah, I vaguely remember the van. Yes, okay, right, okay. But yeah, it took me a while to realise that the welding thing wasn't. Pretty oh. sure the welding was new. Yeah, yeah. No, the 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 mechanism was from the show. Yeah, I yes. remember that, yeah. But Liam said this when we we're watching it as well. He was like, oh, am I meant to know what that is? I don't remember that guy. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think we've been told this yet. And and I think that's going to be, and then it came mm. up later as it was. And generally, I think they were very good at that. Even with things that you were meant to meant to remember sometimes you would go ahead of time oh it's that thing like liam got the vacuum thing before i did mm-hmm. right mm. there's he, a few things like that there were a few things where le- well there was there was setups yeah. that that was just happening organically in the show that you were picking up on very quickly you've been generally very perceptive of that stuff recently i might add um <laughs> oh, thank <thanks>. you thanks <laughs> that's super condescending yeah i've been able to just go predict uh, recently I've been going This is going to happen now Oh and then He's been like reading You remember early days I talked about reading Like the Matrix Reading yeah. the code He's been reading the You're code You're becoming lately. like Some sort of empath CR type For instance person. The Sopranos <laughs> Which we're not talking about No yeah, no, Which we're not talking about <laughs> um, But yeah that's right Yeah that, that, You've done a few of these lately Actually yeah, anyway, I'm Off great. topic um, <laughs> I didn't say that <laughs> uh, But the vacuum thing You picked up on Before I did And once it, it We saw Um Robert Forster, I think the, the actor's name is, and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. It's coming back mm. to me what happened there. Even to the point I'm going, oh, right, he was meant to go and then didn't get in the van sort of thing, which I'd forgotten mm. about mm. that specific detail. And the tragedy of that obviously comes flooding back. But I think like it's there to be like, if you're a really big fan, you're going to pick up on it first. Mm. And if you're not, you're going to get there because the movie's not going to let you fall behind either. No, you do get there eventually. Exactly. And I think that's actually... a a credit to the way the story is told. It's like you'll be rewarded if you're really on top of it. Mm. And if you haven't watched this in five years, you're going to... It'll come we'll back to you. We'll get you there eventually. We'll get yep. you there. Exactly right. Uh, how do we feel in general about um, where we... Let's just go the big spoilers. Where Jesse is like a meet... We cut back to... After the first little flashback with Mike, um, we cut back to exactly where we left off. He's in mm-hmm. the car. He's... Bad out of hell leaving um, the Nazi compound. The criticism everybody always had was, well, he's just going to run to the cops that are on the way. Yeah. Instantly, Vince Gilligan's like, there's an easy solution to that, guys. It's not that hard. Yeah. It's like simple, easy. Mm. So I, was, I appreciate very Breaking Bad. It's not that complicated. Mm. There's ways to get around this. <clears throat> um, but then in terms of, do we think this is a fulfilling story for Jesse in terms of, were you fulfilled by this overall story? Where we left him off at the end of Breaking Bad to where we leave him at the end of the movie. Yeah, I think yeah. like the frustrating thing with the Jesse story with the journey through this, the show of Break, Breaking Bad is that you think obviously he's being manipulated by Walt for so much of it that you're just waiting for like these real moments of independence. And he does have moments of it, but he always mm-hmm. regresses, which is mm-hmm. really frustrating. And That's so, shown as well in this yeah, it with is. the gun at the car as well with uh with Todd. Yeah. And so like mm. it's and that's always been like the frustration with Jesse being like, Oh God, he's done it again. He's you know, he's just yeah, self sabotaging always. And so to have his ending so kind of diminished in the show, like mm-hmm. very simplistic and, you know, he does, I guess, in a way free himself 
but it doesn't didn't feel satisfying for years of build up for that to be the moment. Mm. So I think having this and really showing him being entirely independent and having to rely on his own resourcefulness, I think was was a a good way to go. Yep. Liam? Absolutely. Absolutely agree with that. Because yeah, the end of Breaking Bad, although he is he does escape, mm. it is because of Walt. It is yeah. because of yeah, all that kind of stuff. So, like, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's especially the way this ends, the book ending of the start of the episode and the end of the episode. That the exact same shot, just silence. Mm. That I just, really appreciate. It was, yeah, that- it was. I felt it. Was, it felt like, yeah, who knows what's going to happen next? It was a little. It was beautiful. I thought. Mm. Yeah, who knows what happens next? But you know, we left him on this extremely distressing question mark, and now it's a more. Okay, he's in a place of rest. He's in a place of relative safety, question mark. Yeah. It's just like, you can now rest easy. Jesse's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that is ultimately what the result of this film is. There's other stuff happening along the way. But that's enough to make me feel like Jesse has had... He, he got what he deserved, finally, I think. Yeah. Jesse, the character, which was... There's value in that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't feel like a Breaking Bad ending, though. It doesn't mm. feel like a Breaking Bad ending. How do you mean? Well, Breaking Bad was never about happy endings, right? Mm. No one really had a good... No one. Even like Skylar is in a shit place at the end of Breaking Bad, right? Sure. Mm. Um, no one really has a happy ending. Yeah. But I think... But Would Jesse you say getting, this is a happy ending? Or it's the happiest ending that we've had. It is happiest, show. but I like, think... Like it's either as- you're dead or you're... It's relatively happy. Yeah, yeah, as the guy who like takes him to Alaska says, he's like, oh no, it's um, sorry, it's the Just bald guy, Mike and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Thank You'll you. never be able to make amends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you like you can't. And so Jesse will always. I mean, he's got the scars on his face. Like, he's just so changed and scarred by what he's experienced. So it's not happy, um, but at least we've seen growth there. Like throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Jesse makes the choice of freedom yep. every time. Oh, no, I, I would rather be free. No, I would rather be free. No, I would rather be free. As opposed to, yeah, being safe under the wing of someone or in a familiar place, which Jesse loves his familiar places, no matter how damaging they are. So it's, it's happy in the sense that we have growth, um, but it's certainly not happy in terms of uh, the character's life, I don't think. Um, Why I have a question about the way that he, it ends, yeah. and um, why is it that he's able to go into Alaska as you know, like that, just freely? When at the end of Breaking Bad, when Walter goes into hiding, it's all about you can't be out there in the real world. You have to be in this solid, solitary confinement type I, thing. Right? I'm not sure is, that that hasn't happened yet. Like, there's two options: either he has already done that or he says 40 miles that way is such and such. Haynes, yeah. Haynes, it's like there's something for you there already set up mm. for you to go into hiding for a period of time. Sure, but like yeah. not every question With, was answered. Where they're parked though, I think we see a cabin, right? So there's a cabin, I think it's on the right-hand side of the screen, which looks somewhat similar to the type of cabin that Walt was in. So I just assumed he was going to hang out in that cabin for a while and then – but. He knows that forty drives. miles away, Haynes yeah. is there. It just it just felt inconsistent because they throughout this as well they were talking about how it was the two of them mm. they were partners they did all this together. Mm. So like Walter 
why Walter White was this big fugitive? Why wasn't Jesse Jesse the same way to me? That seemed a little bit. I don't think given enough. I'm not given enough specific information to be upset by the lack of specific information. Does that make sense? It's like it's vague enough. We don't know how much time has passed exactly, all that sort of thing that's going on. For me, that's the most. That's a very nitpicky plot hole if it's there. When Walt was um, in Alaska, was he? Was it just the feds that were after him, or was someone, or was it bad guys as well? Just the feds, I think. Just the feds, yeah. I can't, I can't remember. Been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. I watched a lot of TV. It just felt inconsistent yeah, when no, I was watching it. Yeah. But I, I you're right. The time, who knows how yeah. long it's been. Yeah. Um, the other reason I think it's not, I mean, they remind you this is not a happy ending, ending for Jesse. When Jane, is it Jane? exactly. Yeah, we have the true. flashback to Jane, mm. right? And I really truly appreciate that being the last flashback because mm-hmm. it felt like it was going to be Walt. Mm. And it's nice that this is when I was talking about the show or or this movie has a chance to sort of re-examine or just sort of like shift perception on what we're meant to think is important or who the good guys, the bad guys and what ultimately our takeaway from Breaking Bad should have been. And leaving Jesse's shining light being... Mike at the start, who said, you know, get, you know, this is what I do and get out. He was really a better mentor than Walt ever was. Absolutely. And Jane, who was the heart for Jesse throughout mm-hmm. this, it was mm-hmm. the biggest connection he had with a, a single character um, that meant the most to him. Making those the bookends meant a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. And leaving it there, there's a, there's a happiness to him being free now. There's a certain amount of like, he can relax finally. But also, there's that always that bittersweet, or that, sorry, sadness. that sadness that mm. Jane won't be, there. won't be there. Absolutely right. He's alone still, and that I think is a very nice tone to end it on, where mm. it's like relatively happy compared to how Breaking Bad goes. Yeah. But Jesse deserves a relatively happy ending, True. even if it's not a truly happy ending. Well, he has done I think bad that things. is pitch perfect. Mm. He has done bad things, and even in this, he's still you know he's still killing guys. Yeah. Mm. Um. It is interesting that I, I did enjoy when he was in the. Um, in Todd's apartment and the two guys come in and he thinks they're cops. And, he and he's like, up? I'm not a cop killer. Oh, and he gives right. up. And he does all the things that he does along the way. Mm. But like his full intention is not to shoot anybody. Like, yeah. A, it, it's going to be bad for him because obviously it's going to put more heat on him. He doesn't need that. But B, that's not really what he wants to do. He's always struggled with what happens. It's not a happens. natural inclination for him. Oh, to he did it once and it murderous. was. And Awful it completely wrecked him yeah. to do mm. that. Um, but it's also interesting that he does end up killing two guys mm-hmm. in this film. How do you feel about that? What does that say about Jesse, where he's at now? Is he just a man who's just he's just too far gone to care, or are they? Is yeah. there a certain moral um, reasoning that he can do that with those two guys? Mm. I think like with Jesse, you know, obviously he has killed before, but the difference between Jesse and Walt is that he doesn't get like a power boner from it. Like he does <laughs> he does it if he's got to fucking do it. Yeah. Um if if it's about him being free, then he yeah, he'll do it. But if there's any other option, he won't. Mm. Any other like he walked into that space being like, I'm not here to rob you. I'm not here to kill you. I just like I, I just need eighteen hundred bucks. And the guy puts him in a situation where he's either going to die or he has to shoot him. So yeah. he shoots Almost him. Almost self defense at that point. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's talk about the Walt flashback 
Because obviously that was the one everyone was anticipating. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, is Walter White going to come back? First of all, we find out he's dead. So officially, no one can ever yes. ask ever again, <laughs> oh, yeah, Walter White survived and blah, blah, blah. This is happening. No, Walter White died. is dead. Mm-hmm. I say it twice. Yeah. The first time was like nine bodies recovered. And if you do the maths. That's right. He's, he's dead. And then they say later in the episode, in yeah. the episode, in the movie, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. So Which... I appreciate where that comes in the movie too. It's like 20, 25 minutes in. Mm. It's not like the first thing you hear. It's not like we're holding on to this the entire episode. It's like, matter of fact, Walter White is dead. Rob was talking through that bit. I'm like, bro, go back. I think something happened. <laughs> Went back. Oh, Walter White's dead. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I am constantly examining the film. Uh, but the then to have that flashback when we have it. A, how do you feel about seeing Brian Cranston back in that role? And also Aaron Paul going back and playing this like, Younger version. This is what we decided was like season two or season it happened, three. I, I looked this up as well. It sure. was. It's directly after that episode where they're stuck in the. Where they're stuck in, in the, the desert. In the desert, which is what yeah. we thought, based on how he is was that like season two because uh, he's talking to Jane season, on the phone, isn't he? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking to Jane. Yeah. yeah, which is season two or three. It's two. Season two. Um, and so we placed pretty that sure. pretty well, and yeah, in terms of like revisiting these characters, it's an interesting um, time to do it. Interesting time, like in the, the timeline. Why is that interesting? Because if it's still, he's still got cancer. Yes, mm-hmm. he, it's still very innocent in that regard. He's still, he's still at a time when Walter White might be considered to be like just the victim, just, who's trying, just trying to make to the, make the do money. The best. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's, he hasn't it's made that time. decision that changes him forever mm-hmm. and shows his true intentions with Jesse. Yeah, and neither of them have made a decision that's going to really ruin them at that point. Like. Mm. Yeah, Jess, Jesse hasn't killed anybody yet. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's an interesting time to go back to, the innocence of that time. Mm. What did you take away from that scene, Damask? Um, yeah, it was interesting because obviously we know what happens to Walt and mm-hmm. because of Walt's choices, what happens to Jesse. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I have a lot of anger towards Walt, but in totally. that moment he hasn't killed Jane sure. yet. Um, and it, he really is just getting money for his family. And he is, I guess it is important to remind us that Walt was kind of this mentor and like guide for Jesse in a time where he was, you know, pretty lost and he he was a fucking dumbass and hadn't really experienced anything. And Walt wanted the best for him or thought he did at that time. He's like, oh, you know, talking about Jesse having a future and his future didn't involve Walt was like, well, you can go to college and get a business degree and stuff. It was all short-term plans that didn't seem to have any victims. But but also it showed the fact that he didn't care as well because this, this the whole, is for me. You get your GED up. thing was that it's like he didn't. He, <laughs> he doesn't know him. He doesn't yeah. know him. Yeah. yeah, doesn't know him. I think it was a it was a really pointed reminder about the problematic nature of Walt's relationship with Jesse Mm -hmm. in terms of how he treats him along the way. Like an idiot. Like a fucking idiot. The entire time, he he just does not respect him as his partner at all. He Mm. uses him. Mm. He does go... He says flattering things. Jesse was a fucking idiot. True. (laughs) But he also needed Jesse and did not respect him as a partner, really. Mm -hmm. As much as he would... He would say the right things in terms of saying you should do marketing. You're a natural. Mm. Blah 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 blah. He also never believed in Jesse. Really, never believed in Jesse. Point in fact, he didn't know he, he had his diploma. Yeah, mm. right. He didn't believe in him. He thought he was a complete burnout. He thought he couldn't make himself anything. He was trying to like, I will build you into something because you're nothing right now. Mm. Is the way he looks at him. Important fact. He also 
it's interesting. Jesse's talking about how, don't worry, Mr. White, I will make sure your family gets all the money, right? Which says a lot about Jesse's intentions in Uh this. He is loyal to Walt. He does take this seriously and he does respect him enough to say Mm. that... At that point, that's what he's trying to do, mm. right? That's that, At least that was what the show is presenting, is yeah. that he is going to follow through on what you want. Exactly yeah. what the relationship is, you can yeah, go Yeah, on. if he says he's going to do that, He'll then do Jess, it. Jesse is absolutely going to do it. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's what was always so intriguing about Jesse, was that he was such a fucking idiot and he was so like one-track mind, but like a kid who just couldn't concentrate on one thing. Yeah. Um. So like, oh, I'm so focused on this. Oh, but now I'm over here doing this and just constantly making mistakes. But we we see him grow into the person that he thinks himself to be, who is like mm-hmm. someone who is incredibly loyal, who has a plan, who wants better things for his life and stuff. So, yeah, it was just kind of interesting to see old Jesse with old White. Mm. Mm. The line, though, I think that is most revealing. It's the Walter White's final line, I'm pretty sure. You didn't have to wait your whole life to do something special. Mm. Is that Walter White saying that or is that Brian Cranston saying that? No, that's Walter White <laughs> saying that. What do you mean, is that Brian Cranston? Well, like, Brian Cranston really made a name for himself the most in Breaking Bad. He'll always be Hal to me. Look, yes, Hal... <laughs> Great, incredible, no. but yeah, Walter White. Being Walter White is that character. Like, I, I like. I'm, obviously, it's it's Walter White saying that character, mm. saying that that line. But there was tinge to me of him going, like, you're you're young, you can still go off and do something. And Brian Cranston is like, in a, a way, decrepit fifty five well, year old. He's like, like <laughs> I. He's, I think he came back to this show going. Yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. Appreciative of the fact yeah. that he got to be part of Breaking Bad. Brian and Cranston has oftentimes said yes. this is his greatest role. Exactly. He knows this is like the peak of his career. I understand what you're saying. I think it was just undertones. I, d- I, don't, I don't think it was. Obviously, I no, don't no. agree, but I get what you're, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I get where you're coming yeah. from, but I don't think that was in the text at all. It was. There was nothing about. Because there's, there's very little that's celebratory about this, right? I feel like if you said that, it would have been more a like. Uh, celebratory greatest hits of, mm. right? And while we return to things, it's always character-driven in the movie. It's something that's really good about it is it's not just fan service for the same, sake of fan service. We don't just see Skylar through a window at some stage, yeah. you know what I mean? Any character that we've revisited, we've revisited with the intention of talking about Jesse mm-hmm. most of the time yeah. or to reflect back on some of these characters' relationship to Jesse and mm-hmm. how they were part of the problem or the or the solution. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I so think- I don't think that's really there, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, No, I think like it just speaks to the shadow or the poison that was always in Walt was like that's this, what I think this idea that, yeah, this was the greatest thing, this is the thing that has made his life important. Yeah. Um, and that is the way that he saw it and that's why he couldn't step away from it. Because, like, you know, he's waited his whole life to be great and now he is. How do you ever give that up? And he does it. Yeah, for me, that's... Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. that line was all about. And it was like, leaving on that moment... And it, it only works in reflection with everything that comes after it, right? You you are seeing Jesse where he is. He's trying to get out. He has mm. been locked in a cage for however long he was. And... Walter White is dead and everything's fallen apart. He's on the lamb, just desperately trying to get away with whatever means he has available to him. And you see a flashback to better days, you know, mm. beautiful orange lit sort of sunset, gorging on food, singing a diner, just having a chat with his mentor. And his mentor is like, you know, you're doing something special here. And as you said, you see that poison. And then you put it in context with everything that came between those two points. Mm. And it says, I think this is 
the show's way to some degree of reminding people that Walter White was fucked. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this guy was not a saviour. He was poison. Yeah. Mm. And he was specifically incredibly toxic to Jesse. Mm-hmm. And that we need to remember that. That all those ideas of grandeur need mean fucking nothing when you're dead. And all Jesse wants now is to get the hell out of here. Absolutely. Because his life is screwed because of everything that happened in Breaking Bad. And I appreciate that to try and like, as I said, just put like a period on the end of Walter White and say, please don't treat this guy as a hero. He had yeah. it so wrong. Yeah. So wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not a Monday Ned Kelly, like just no, kind of, no. Yeah. Ned yeah. Kelly wasn't even <laughs> exactly Ned Kelly wasn't Ned Kelly. Yeah, um, yeah, this kind of like because yeah, he was really seen and is seen as like a modern day folk hero, and just kind of yeah, recontextualizing what that actually means. <laughs> I loved the the cinematography and the um yeah the way this was put together was I thought was beautiful. Mm. The um, do you think it felt like Breaking Bad? And there sense? were aspects that felt like Breaking Bad, mm. and there were also aspects who felt different, and it felt like its own thing. I thought yeah. it felt very different in a lot of ways. It felt like just like a a movie evolution. You know, what it reminded me a lot of is like the difference between like not that Firefly was ever shot as well as Breaking Bad, but, but Firefly, Firefly versus Serenity. Mm. It's like just when you but have also money- Breaking Bad was badly shot. The uh, like the first two seasons, sure. there is so much shaky cam oh, and just bad like dollies and stuff. <laughs> it it evolved into something really a great. Bad dolly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Bad. What dolly. makes a bad dolly? Shaky. Oh, unstable. Right. Um, jolty. Like bad starts. Yeah. Not you feel you're on the easy. back of a go kart. Yeah, like, exactly. Ah. Like, ah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, it felt like I don't know anything about considered. that shit. But I, it felt like Breaking Bad to me. Yes, I, I yeah. think I think, and I said this before. I think the flashbacks especially felt like Breaking Bad. Mm. Like they could have been pulled out of episodes of Breaking Bad. Whereas the other things happening in this, in within this, like the the Dutch tilt, the tilts, and the, the the way the camera moved, depending on what was oh, going on. There was on. more deliberate framing, I think, exactly. than you ever saw in Breaking Bad. There was one shot of Todd when he's in the car, he's driving, and, and it's like half out the windows, mm. the truck's passing him, and he's yeah. doing the like. Love that to, shot, and I love I, that song. It's a beautiful, beautiful mm. shot, yeah. and there's multiple shots like that as well. And again, I think it just comes from they had 50 days to shoot what is what it would normally be enough footage for two episodes of Breaking Bad, which probably was more likely shot over like I read one this. or two weeks. Mm. Every day during Breaking Bad, it would be six to eight pages that they'd shoot. Yeah, and this it was one and a half pages. There you go. Yeah. So you look at like how much time you've got for setups and all that sort of stuff. It's the research I've done on this. You crazy. have. Well Thank done. you. You should come on more often. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at IMDb. Like, I sort of <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were there any nice little trivia bits you wanted um, to mention? <laughs> no. there, were, there were the little Easter eggs and stuff throughout. throughout. Such as? Um, there was one of the... the Pest control. Um, uh, oh, sorry. The, like characters, like the the pimp, the, the bodyguard mm. pimp guy, is in breaking. Is in Better Call Saul, apparently. Oh, um, oh, really? Interesting. Uh, That's cool. There's a few things, things like that. I can't remember the specifics. I think I've that research about has really paid off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I talked specifically about the, the things I want to talk about. There. We won't go to a final thoughts here. We don't have to talk about what's coming next or anything like that in this episode. So well, I'll just finish on moments that we liked or didn't like throughout. Did you have any like standout moments? For me, I just sort of like personally was reminded how a timing is the enemy of every character in Breaking Bad. Mm. Things always go wrong because you just. Bad timing. Mm-hmm. Jesse shows up to um, the the welding place or whatever, just as a truck full of sex workers arrives. Mm-hmm. The when he goes to Todd's apartment, mm. of course, he's just got the impending 
um, water, uh, plant sprayer of doom approaching. That was <laughs> such a good shot. <laughs> it was like the guy walking with a gun trying to look for him. It felt like from like a, yeah, like a James Bond film or something. Sure. Trying to get inside. Just a guard approaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. time runs out. It's great. Um, it's stressful, this show. As mu- <laughs> it is stressful. But it like is. as much as certain things, like the bit with the cops, the cops who are really the guys... Just the welding there, guys. The welding guys, right. Mm. That was... I was ahead of Jesse on that, but it didn't distract from the tension of that scene. Mm. Like... Absolutely. That was very clever. Like, And particularly the moment, the bit that gives it away is when he goes lieutenant. Yeah. And mm. you're like, ah, cool. But like, that was something I said as well. One of the things that's great about Breaking Bad generally is that no one is like... No one is dumb. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody is doing relatively smart things along the way. Things don't get solved because somebody was just an idiot enough to leave something lying around or something like mm. that. It's There's like... No coincidence. Very... Li- well, coincidence happens with timing sometimes. Sure, sure. As I said, timing but is, the, is solutions the aren't coincidence. But it's solutions the, aren't coincidence. Yeah. The yeah. Problems, problems tend to be coincidence. Which is generally considered to be the way that, that, that stories should be told, right? Absolutely. It's the difference between... Like, often stories start because of coincidence... Mm. But they should never be solved because of coincidence. Absolutely. They should yeah. always be earned. It should not be a deus ex machina or a luck situation. Another Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Um, the tarantula. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is the tarantula that that Todd takes off the kid he shoots. Uh, I was like, I knew there was some significance to it, but I yeah. couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. That's who that the tarantula That's is. That was also the tarantula that mm. Buzz has in Home Alone. Oh, yeah, same one. Same one. So it's like that monkey plays all the it's monkeys uh, in the exactly. community. Exactly. <laughs> it's the same trash. Also, <laughs> the spider that bit Peter Parker in the original Tobey Maguire spider. That's yeah. not true. Now this is true. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, contractually, is the only tarantula allowed in <laughs> Also played, uh, yeah, Aragog in uh, Harry Potter. So, <laughs> blew him off that. Really, yeah. really good. Um, it was motion capture. What a brilliant bit. <laughs> Did you have any standout moments? It's always just nice to see Kristen Ritter. Yeah. I think she's fabulous. And um, obviously loved Jane. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really nice. And I think, yeah, it it was the right place for Jesse's kind of flashbacks to end, as you were saying. Um, What else did I... It's just, I think Aaron Paul is wonderful as Jesse. Yeah. And the way he plays... Will this be the role that defines him for his career? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has. He's, yeah, it's just kind of, he plays this like intense tragedy so well um, and he's very, very engaging. And I thought it was a nice place to begin when he goes to see, was it Badger and Skinny? Badger and Skinny Pate. Skinny yeah. Pate. Um, to see that like the care that they all have for one another, particularly Skinny Pate, um, I think, because the film is like Breaking Bad, so stressful, I thought that was important to start in that kind of, well, things are happening, that safe space. And and putting that up against his clear trauma that I think um, I hadn't really considered after he'd been stuck in a cage for so long. Did no one think that they maybe would go to him, go to that? Like, if you're a cop, would you go to Jesse's friends straight away? Well, the thing was, I think it was a lot of like, they weren't sure exactly what was going on yet. So, right, sure. that's the whole thing. At the start of the movie, when he goes to Skinny Pete and Badger, it's like, he's got like 12 hours and then he has to get the hell out of there. True. Yeah. And that yeah, whole Dutch. thing is about like, they're coming this way anyway, guys. Like, we just got to move on. So, you can't rely. And that was also something that the movie did well, is it took away the resources he had very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, when he's $1,800 short or whatever to go with the vacuum guy, it's like, who can he go to? He's mm-hmm. got... 
He can't be Badger and Skinny Pete. They're going to be all over him now. Um, the parents bit was very clever. Um, yeah. Like that, that, and that felt like one of the other loose ends. It was like the parents never really amounted to a whole lot. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, again, it put a full stop on that. It's like, it yeah. shows really how Jesse feels about his parents. Mm. Um, and just remind you, this they were never really people he respected or, or that people that loved him all that much either. Um, the, the changing the the code to, to his, his brother's, brother's birthday. birthday was yeah. a perfect example of that too. Like that was yeah. very well done. And I just, I do feel like I've got a low respect for Vince Gilligan, This that it feels so authentically. It doesn't feel like a forced Breaking Bad mm. continuation. No. It feels like completely and wholly in line with everything that we've that's come before it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty hard to do when you return to something, you know, 10 odd years later or mm. seven odd years later, whatever it is, and to, to feel authentic like that. It's pretty cool. Well, the final line from Kristen Ritter or, or the, the line that we leave on, I've gone where the universe takes me my whole life. It's better you make those decisions for yourself. Mm. How do you feel about that particular thing? Well, it kind of sums up what we've seen of Jesse in the film is that he's not just following someone else. This is his he's the moment where he's really finally. like, I'm, I've got to make these decisions. I've got to fucking look after myself when he does it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely agreed. I think there's much more to say on this. Thank you for listening to this kind of rushed bonus episode. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm Thanks for having me I'm on. definitely trying to put as many qualifiers on this as possible. But I uh, would almost say too many. Too many. Put a, um, put a, yeah, put a warning at the start of the episode. Uh, <laughs> just a warning, this episode is terrible. What you were about to hear. <laughs> no, I actually quite enjoyed the episode. I'm glad we got to it. And I would like to uh, implore listeners, anybody who... We've had a few people ask us to talk about this. Mm-hmm. If there was something in particular about this you wish we discussed or you have thoughts of your own, mm. please send them in to uh, Hunting Seasons. You can contact us at contact at huntingseasonspodcast.com or via via Twitter or Instagram, send us a uh, tweet or a DM or whatever on there and, and we'll talk about it in a future off-topic hot topic most likely. Um, we should be back next week with our season two review of The Sopranos. Yes. That should be fine. So apologies it didn't happen this week, but it is coming. We aren't not going to do The Sopranos. It's happening. And thank you, Liam, as well for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Do you have uh, anything you want to plug? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so if you want to find stuff that I do on the internet... <laughs> I hate that. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> it's the biz, buddy. It's, it's the, biz. the biz. So, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Liam Gordes, L-I-A-M-G-O-R-D-E-S. Or you can listen to my podcast, Woo! Shit Dates Podcast. It's a podcast all about the worst dates that people have gone on. Uh, Damascus, you're going to come on the show. I am. Pending. Broad, you're happily married. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is news to me. Mm. Um, also, yeah. I'm in a relationship too, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm what does that mean? Jeez. Uh, I'm in Broad's vibe. boring. <laughs> Fair enough. Boring. Fair yeah. enough. Um, yeah, so look out for that. Damascus will be on at some point. Um, <laughs> and, Brod, if you ever go on a bad date, let me know. Sure. Unlikely to happen again. Exactly. That was my point. <laughs> on that note, thank you again for listening to this episode of Hunting Seasons. We will see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bitch. Absolutely. <laughs> 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.